0: Log Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a, a special edition of the Four Seasons Fire American Soccer Show. This is the 2023 Concacaf Gold Cup post—excuse uh, me—review. The United States ended in a 1-1 draw against Panama, but fell in penalties 5-4 through six rounds. And of course, last night I was at the New York Red Bulls game. I had to cover that. So I had to, uh, which I did, I dvr the game and uh, watched it and uh, was able to give my uh, my opinions of the match and uh, whatever uh, had to come out of this one. And once again, it's just a situation where uh, you've got to give credit to Panama for game planning against the U.S. and uh, taking it to them. Uh, Forced them to do some things that they probably were not uh, able to do. But still, at the same time, you just have to say that, give credit for the game planning by Thomas Christensen, the head coach of Panama. He got his players prepared, ready to go. And just really did better overall. And once again, it's just really, really disheartening to see them fall like this. But once again, what are you going to do? This is a tournament. And I understand it's played in the United States, but... When you have the majority of players coming from MLS, and I'm not bagging on MLS here. I'm not saying it's the wrong thing to do, but you would like to see a little bit more involving our players who are playing in Europe to be on this roster. Because, once again, U.S. soccer, if you want to be considered the kings of CONCACAF… You must, and I stress this, you must bring in a better roster for the Gold Cup. And I understand it's once every two years. And honestly, it's about time that instead of all the time making it now, we're just going to use the big boys for the Nations League, and we'll give out the Gold Cup to some of our MLS players, cannot do this half-assed. Other than that... And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the National Premier Soccer League show as we talk about... Sorry about that, folks. Uh, I must have hit something by mistake. I didn't mean for that to happen. A little uh, mistake there on my part. And um, going back here, once again, this is the Gold Cup post-game show, uh, excuse me, the Gold Cup pre-review uh, show, USA losing to Panama on penalties, 5-4 through 6 rounds. You know, once again, it's just hard to fathom, hard to fathom why U.S. soccer is going this route sometimes. Once in, you know, one tournament out of two, I can understand that. Back to back tournaments, no. That that's that should not be happening. That should not be happening. And I understand they want our players who are playing in Europe to be ready for the European season, but I'm sorry. An extra six matches will not hurt them. And so what if they gotta play the minnows in the Caribbean? Who cares? This is the confederation that the United States is in. This is the competition that they have to face. And whether you like it or not, this is how the setup is going to be. Because one thing is for sure. It would be nice if the U.S. and Mexico would move on to be part of Commie Bowl, but the truth is that's not going to happen. Because CONCACAF will not allow them to leave. Period. But as I can see, we have a caller. It's my good friend here in New Jersey at 973-229. Go ahead, sir. And your thoughts on that semifinal matchup?
1: Uh, you mean when they choked? Uh, you know, it looked like when they tied the game up in uh, extra time, I thought maybe another miraculous uh, miracle was going to happen. Like you know, last, last week, you know, and tying the game up in um, penalty kicks, you know, I thought maybe there something going here, but they missed that last shot wide right. You know, like, ugh. Losing to Panama. I thought maybe we are going to have another game right in our hand. We could, you know, face Mexico in the final tomorrow or whatever the game's going to be. But, you know, I think they just ran out of gas after after the last match. You know, well, let me say this. If they, if and, if uh, they left you know, the cap, where would they go? I mean, because, you know, that's that's our league. So where do we go if we ever left that um, uh, Colin Calf?
0: Well, I'm just telling you – giving you a hypothetical of what could be the situation oh, right. here. But the truth is it's never going to happen. And I don't think they're – it's okay. not so much about the league leaving CONCACAF. It's more like where are you going to put U.S. soccer? Because right. the truth of the matter is this, because I, I've talked with people um, that have said maybe – U- U.S. and Mexico should leave CONCACAF and be a part of con- be part of coming bowl, just like what Australia did. They left Oceania to become part of Asia because they wanted to be in a oh, yeah. better confederation. I don't think it will happen because yeah. obviously CONCACAF does not want to lose their two biggest popular nations within their confederation. But the idea here is to have the other teams – Making this confederation stronger and better. Yes, we know that the majority of the teams are coming from the Caribbean zone. And yes, they're not that strong. Jamaica. I mean, mean, Jamaica, obviously, uh, unfortunately losing to Mexico in the semifinal, but they have improved. They have a better head coach. Trinidad-Tobago is still a mess. Curaçao has been improving. St. Kitts and Nevis. Anything below Jamaica right now and Curaçao. It's yeah. from there. I mean, those are that. That's truly minnow beyond minnow beyond minnow. And right. in Central America, Costa Rica is supposed to be one of the top nations. Um, yes. It's supposed to be Honduras, but they're on the uh, negative. Guatemala mm-hmm. right now um, come back from their own scandals involving their government, from their director of sport interfering with FIFA business because the uh the uh director of sport is uh you know was a uh, uh a Guatemalan government official who was n- not supposed to be interfering with FIFA business involving the Guatemalan FA mm-hmm. um, and so you know Canada finally even though you, you if you talk to Canadians now they'll say you know yeah it was a great uh, quarter final and they they just missed advancing to the semis, but you know, yes. their group stage was really a mess in this gold cup. So were, you know, yeah. look, this Confederation you know, there's 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 still twists and turns over here in this confederation because you never know what you're gonna get. Yes, yes, life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. But at the same time no, no,
1: I'm smart My M- mode. Oh no. Yeah yuck. Yeah.
0: I mean, look, I mean, look, it's when you get to the penalty kick shootout, it is a right. crap shoot. It is. You're at the, listen, you're at the blackjack table. Okay. You're at the yeah. blackjack table. You think you've got yourself a hell of a hand. You're at 19. Yeah. Everyone else around you, their hands are okay, but you've got a 19, and you're up five to 600 bucks. Yes. And just when you thought the dealer busts, it was actually a 20.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then the losing streak starts. That's what the penalty kick shootout is all about, my friend. You've you, you got to keep your nerves in check. Yep. And you've got to make sure you... You know, you convert your penalty, and you and you make sure that you outguess the keeper to convert it. Matt Turner well, did his job, out- without a doubt. Yeah, he did his out- job. Yes.
1: Both they the outguessed us. They came down to the final final round in the final shootout. Yep. Yep.
0: And unfortunately, rolled on. Just did not take. Uh, Ferrera did not take his penalty well in the first round, and Roldan did not take his penalty well in the sixth round, which was the final round of no. that shootout.
1: And the first round didn't look so great either. That was a, that was a miserable shot. That's what did in the first nope, round.
0: It was. Yep, yep. You can tell that uh, Ferreira did not take it well.
1: No. Pressure that's got to was, him. That was weak.
0: Yes, it was.
1: Yeah my god you're not going to game that
0: way well and don't forget you know for some of these players this is the first time you know that they've been in a tournament in such you know like this
1: right you know
0: and they just ran out of gas yeah you know they just ran out of gas and my thing is this and i'm not saying i'm going against major league soccer players not being on the U.S. men's national team. I still believe that they deserve a spot on the national team when you are performing in friendlies and in the Gold Cup. But, you know, it's about time that you inform Polisic, McKinney, uh, Balogun if you want to, Reyna... Pepe, have them stay for a couple more games. I mean the truth of the matter is this. Yeah. If they would have kept McKenney in because he got suspended for the final against Canada in the Nations League, I would yep. have said to McKenney, yeah. look, could you please stay for an extra six? I think he wouldn't have objected. Uh, I don't think uh, Pulisic no. would have objected. But let me ask you this yeah. question, though. What's your, what, you know, what's your thoughts on B.J. Callahan? How do you think he did in the uh, seven matches that he, uh, that he did, both the Nations League and the Gold Cup? How do you think he fared?
1: I think it's interesting to see the Nations League, but I think he did a decent job in, in this uh, tournament, you know, especially in those two games where we outweigh this destroyer opponents. So overall, I think he did a very, very good job. I didn't get a chance to see though the, the uh, first tournament. I couldn't even find it on television.
0: No, it was on Paramount Plus on the app.
1: No wonder. No wonder. I'm unable to get it right now.
0: Oh, you don't? Are you not able to get it? Right. Okay. I got fun when But so up. far, anyway. that's that's fine. But anyway, so what you were able to uh, watch the Gold Cup? How do you think he did in the Gold
1: Cup then? I think he did great, especially in the preliminary round. You know, once we got past it into the knockout stage, hmm, you know, that they got to work on. The Americans had to work work on that. And if they can bring in Pulisic, though, I think maybe we have a better chance of you know getting past. Um, you know, maybe making the final in the twenty twenty five. So we gotta get Pulisic. We gotta get those. You know, have their national players. You know, to come over here and help and help us out because this is, you know, this is where they are. You know, these are United States-born players, and we need more of them if we're going to be able to compete. You know, against you know the the um, tough Latin American um, powerhouses in this tournament, yeah. and against the big guys in the uh, World Cup tournament, which is only two years away. Not far when you think about it. Very true. Very, very true. So,
0: you know, obviously with this loss to Panama, it signals the return of the official return of Greg Berhalter in the friendlies this upcoming September and October. And then, of course, uh, Mm -hmm. they'll be involved in the quarterfinals of the Nations League to start their qualification for the Copa America for next summer, which will be here in the U.S., and it should be another fun and exciting time. Which players did you think put themselves on the map for a future call-up for the senior men's national team for these big games, Mm -hmm. and including maybe a possibility for that World Cup
1: roster, do you think? Mm. I haven't really really thought about that, but I thought with some of our players, um, I think maybe there's, there's a chance... I just hope we can see what we can to with politic again because you know he was you know our our star player and whatnot. So I'm looking to see what's going to happen between now and the next uh, couple of years in the tournaments with MLS. So I'll better I'll better understand that as they go along. And if not forget Sunday, Messi makes his Miami debut. Oh boy,
0: that's very true. Well, that'll be another show for another time. I want to stick with uh, the uh, subject at hand right now. But um, you know, once again. Um, Look, I I think we have learned a couple of things. I think we've learned that there are some players that are not ready for this level yet, and there are some players that are ready for this level. Um, I will say this about Alejandro Zendejas. I'm not going to give up on him right away. I I don't want to give up on him right away. Some will, but I will choose not to because, you know, look, this was his very first time on the national team. Uh, it was not a yeah. friendly. It was yeah. a tournament, and so you know he tried too hard. So for me, I'm just going to give him a pass because yeah. personally, yeah. I, I just think he tried too hard and he didn't really show enough of what he can really do. I think if you get him to be involved in a friendly here and there, and uh, you know that would probably be best for him to get reacclimated. Uh, with the national team but for now it's a no but i i'm not closing i'm not, i'm not shutting the door on him on this i think he deserves another chance
1: yeah i think so um uh,
0: james sands i think he uh he did well in this i mm. think he is the mm. uh That defensive midfielder they've been looking Mm -hmm. for to fill in that spot, I think he will be a uh, solid addition for the national team once he gets that opportunity to uh, get called in by Greg Berhalzer. We'll see about that. And um, obviously I think Brandon Vasquez uh, will be better coming off the bench at this point in time than starting. I know he only started this time once in the semifinal, but still, though, I want to see more of him coming off the bench first before he, we even give him a start. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think we have this.
0: hmm And uh, I think – I know everyone's complaining Jesus Ferreira scores only against these uh, Caribbean minnow teams but he did score against Panama who are from Central America so they're not minnows either so you right. know I, I'm getting right. sick and tired of all the uh, the, uh, the, the pathetic uh, shall we yeah. say the unnecessary yeah. ribbing or the uh, name calling coming from our oh, national team uh, fans here on social media just, I just think it's just pointless and, and uh, pathetic
1: Yeah. And I'm on social media, too. Oh, boy.
0: Well, I mean, so am I. But the point is, is that, you know, we're being, you know, more responsible than the others are. So that's what I'm saying.
1: Yes, we're going to do it it with class.
0: Exactly. That's all I'm asking for. That's all I'm asking for. Of course, where people say I have class and
1: not that to tell their opinions.
0: No, of course, absolutely, absolutely. So, is there anything else that you saw in this Gold Cup uh, tournament that uh, has caught your eye that you'd like to uh, praise or complain
1: about? Yeah, uh, you know, I'm just I'm just bummed out from last night's you know result. You know, they play a great defen they play a great defensive game all the way through, and then you're choking the, you choking the penalty kicks. You know, that, no, I that know, I season, know. If That first that kick was stronger. I think maybe we'd have won, but that first shot was so weak. I'm like, oh, what? We're in big trouble now. I mean, yep. Panama's was no slouch, though. I mean, you gotta give them credit. They are they no. are a decent team, and they did find a way to beat us. I mean, you know, I think we I think sometimes we underestimate our opponents, and Panama, you know, is a, is a strong team.
0: I I don't think they underestimated Panama, but I will admit that it uh, ran out of. <laughs> I will admit they ran out of gas, but I don't think they underestimated them. I just think that okay. they tried to execute, and uh, they just fell short.
1: Yeah, by about
0: um, by about a mile. Unfortunately, yes, by a mile. Yes,
1: but that's that that's how mm-hmm. the ball bounces, as they say. Yeah. Well, bring on the Women's World Cup next week. See what we can do with that.
0: That's right. That's right. The Women's World Cup is coming up very soon, and we're going to have some fun with that as well.
1: Unfortunately, I can't say for the timing on some of these matches, because one of those is going to be at 3 o'clock in the morning. Get out of here. Who's going to get at 3 in the morning? Well,
0: well l- listen, that's, that's why FIFA gives these nations that are not in the European time zone or in our time zone an opportunity to host these tournaments. Listen, Yeah. I... I worked at a sports news service, and I did the entire World Cup two thousand and two when it was in Japan and South Korea. Oh yeah! So I, I had to that. I had to work there, and I was the only one doing these games. I had to work uh, from you know five nights a week. I did get two weeks I get two weeks off. I mean two days off. Right. But right. I had to work. Five nights a week, I had to come in around uh, one o'clock in the morning, be in a in a uh, office building with a bunch of satellites. Yeah, and I had to watch the majority of these games in an office room all by myself. Mm. I had nobody else to bother me. I loved watching it. I enjoyed it. And I saw the USA score three straight goals against Portugal in the first half until they scored uh, late in the first half. I saw the own goal by Jeff Agers. And then I saw the boys bunker in to get that victory.
1: Yeah. I I I saw Clint Mathis. Oh, I saw
0: Clint Mathis great, score great that peach of a goal, and here's another story for you: the uh, the big win over Mexico, the two nil, the Dos Cero, the second one
1: yeah. in
0: the second round of the World Cup in 2002. My company this, uh, had a contract with NBC News. We sent sports highlights to every NBC-affiliated station in the United States and also the score in Canada. And the Today Show contacted my executive producer and told him Mm. we need highlights from the USA-Mexico World Cup game. Mm. And I was the one that that, uh, covered it. And we had an editor to take care of it, and uh, it went off without a hitch.
1: So even the one here in New York, right?
0: That's right. Ah. The Today Show over yes. – yep. The, the, the There's only ah. one Today Show in the morning, and it's
1: only on NBC. Right. But I was referring to my local station you know, uh, here in the New York area. I wasn't referring to anything national, so. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it was of at Rockefeller Center in New York City. Oh boy.
0: That's correct. Well, I wasn't in Rockefeller Center. I was actually in uh, South Hackensack, New Jersey. Close That's enough. where the company
1: was. Yeah. Well, from uh, from Jersey anyway. So uh, close enough. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I know. I know. I, I have your area code. <laughs> I know where you are. You're yes. you're you're
1: yes. Uh, you're over here. Born and raised. I moved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and I thought my schedule was tough 'cause you know, I, I you know, I call several different shows throughout the week I you know, I host my own show and I am co- the co host of like four or five others. I thought my schedule was yes. Oh, I know. Yeah. But I've been doing this I've been doing this nationally now for seven years, so uh, you know it doesn't it you know, it doesn't seem to get any harder but it doesn't seem to get any easier either. You know, nope. you, can wear, you can wear it a thousand times. Yep, exactly. You, know, you just got to be dedicated to between, what you...
0: Oh, yeah. You just,
1: yeah, you know, you just okay. got to
0: be dedicated to it, but at the same time,
1: uh,
0: always be aware that, you know, your time is precious with friends and family.
1: Yes. And actually, my friends and family are in on this. Good. Yeah you know i start out i start out locally with with a friend uh we did a, a very remote location. a very remote location uh we did get callers uh, on our show even though it lasted like thirty five thirty to forty five minutes uh per show but we managed to get some calls in and you know I was the local and then three years later I get this um message of uh wanting to you know part of a national show and then later i was you know substituting and co-hosting and now, for the last five, six years, I've run the show myself and for the other shows as well. But then came the writing for the columns, and, you know, that takes a lot of time, too. I mean, sometimes, depending on the article, you know, it could run like, you know, like I can do it in like about mm, five minutes. Sometimes it takes like 20 minutes. Am I writing a sports page or am I writing a book? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, be exactly. you like writing a novel sometimes. I know. Let's see. Chapter they don't understand. Uh, yeah. Day day six. Um, we're now looking at the we're now looking at the stalker highlights from the gold cup. It, it's it's like a, it's like a three page letter. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, they vary in length, that's for sure. But I would say today exactly. is the like busy day because today is the day I post the show. You know, I I posted I post for Saturday, so Thursday's like my busiest day. Mm. That's the way I look at, because, you, know, you know, I spread the word to several different sites and whatnot, and, you know, I tell them about it, what we cover for the week's show. It's like uh, like six or seven different pages, so uh, it adds up, and, it, you know, it takes a while. So Thursday's like the busiest day I have here, in addition to being co-host of two shows. In the-
0: exactly. You're going to get popular. You're going to get popular. You're going to get invited to be uh, a guest or a co-host or just filling in for the time being.
1: That's how I started. That's right. Same here. Ten years ago. Yep.
0: So anything else you'd like to talk about or –
1: Um, no, that's about it. So I'm just hoping that, you know, better results for, of course, uh, the Women's World Cup begins next week. Uh, Hopefully uh, we'll do better. Although, uh, playing in that kind of a territory, uh, I think the last time we went that far, we didn't do very well. Like back in the 98 uh, edition. Uh, The 2003, 2003 edition, excuse me. Right. Yeah. Just as long as my girl was playing, though, in that tournament, it's okay with
0: me. All right. Well, listen. California. Thanks again for calling in. I really appreciate. Thanks again for calling in. I appreciate you uh, giving me your thoughts, and uh, I will hopefully talk to you again soon.
1: Hope you can call on my show if you, if you if you have the time on Saturday.
0: I, I'm I'm trying to be on my end too here. I got a lot of things going on, and unfortunately, my time is. Uh, it's uh, it's always filled up here. I got things to take care of, unfortunately. But um, yeah, you know, if I'm able to come on, obviously, don't worry. You're you, you, the show has not been uh, removed. Past shows, whenever you've been on, I got your information, so don't worry about it.
1: We're on all year, except Christmas and New Year's and Thanksgiving. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yes,
1: other than that, we're up all year. All, all right. right. Thank you very much. All right. Until we talk again.
0: Till we talk again. Yes. And I want to thank my friend there for calling in once again. Um, you know, let me go to P.J. Callahan, and you know, I I, I think he got everything correct here. I, I think he got everything uh, spot on. Not enough execution, and once again, probably the players were just a little bit more tired than normal. It happens. But once again, let me just reiterate my thoughts. I would like for U.S. soccer to stop using the Gold Cup as a means of bleeding in too many new players. Because if you want to be considered the kings of conquer, then you got to take every tournament seriously. We need half of Europe and half of MLS. I know those of you that are listening to me right now who are saying, no, that's not what should have happened. No, we cannot allow that to happen. Why are we allowing this to happen and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Because that's how this whole situation is supposed to be. I understand you feel that's the wrong way to go. We should always have our players come over when they are plying their club trade in Europe. And I'm not against it. I'm not for it or anything like that. Look, I I want everyone... To get an, an opportunity here. I want everyone to get an opportunity here. But at the same time, we got to have friendlies to give these kids the time to feel like, yes, these are the games they are going to hone your skills before you get ready for these big time tournament games. And then, of course, the big one, the biggest of all. FIFA World Cup. And as I've said already, for some players, I think they have already stamped their approval for the Copa America. But we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen somewhere down the road. And once again, I don't I I don't root for those of where they play their football. I root for them because they're American. Because these are our boys and our girls. I root for them representing our nation and our flag. Period. Because the only politics that I believe in is seeing the USA embarrassing Mexico all over again. Nothing more, nothing less. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for my show tonight. This was going to be a quick one anyway. Uh, Tomorrow night it will be the NPSL Soccer Show. Great show for you for tomorrow night. Get ready for a fun one, and as always, my name is Daniel Feuerstein, and as always, please enjoy your football. Thank you. Take care so long, and bye-bye for now. Have a good night, everybody.